Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Eight years and 12 movies after Marvel Studios' Iron Man, we've arrived at Captain America's Civil War. Is the third installment in the Captain America trilogy Marvel's most sophisticated outing yet, or has the studio powerhouse lost its touch? Along the way, you're going to get spoilers for Captain America Civil War, Inglorious Bastards, Batman v Superman, Star Wars, Deadpool, Coming to America, Alan Moore's graphic novel Watchmen, just about all the Marvel movies, and, and while we're at it, all the Spider-Man movies as well, and also sports that include fields and benches. Guys, it's been a long time since uh, May 2nd, 2008, when Iron Man first came out in theaters. Do you realize that from that day, May 2nd, 2008, to this day, there have been 13 Marvel movies? Yeah. 13 movies released by Marvel Studios. So imagine, where where was everyone at when they first saw Iron Man? Bethany Allen is here tonight. When did Hello. you see Iron Man? <laughs> Uh, last year, maybe? <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think. But probably last year. That's funny, because you love Iron yeah, Man. I love him. Oh, I, I didn't. Man. In 2008, I was in grad school, and I didn't know what was happening in the entire universe. <laughs> you, you and Iron Man. Let alone the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. Right. Iron Man might as well be sitting in a tree. That's, that's true. That's true. That's Witty, that's smart. smart. Yeah. Uh, it's the whole package. Okay, so you metal didn't, suit. You didn't catch it in 2008, is what you're getting at. <laughs> right. You're a little late to the it. game. Um, Tyler Hands is on the show. Tyler, when did you see Iron Man? Uh, I'm, I, <laughs> wow. I think I saw it in theaters. Okay. <laughs> I think I saw it in theaters. All right. I saw it in 2008 or nine. Okay. Wow, you guys clearly the experience didn't stand yeah. out to either one of you. Matt Hughes is here. Yeah, hello everyone. He's here with his infectious laugh that at least two people have noted that they appreciate. Yeah, it was odd. that was a strange. I didn't know really how to respond to. They haven't had to those comments. Sit next to that laugh <laughs> in person. Yeah, see? there it is. Stop. Um, are you gonna ask me the same question? Yeah, where were oh, you okay. Iron Man? Um, I was living in uh, South Central Illinois. And I had to drive a town over to go to the movie theater, and I went to see it. Uh, and I can't remember the name of that town because it was small and a long this time ago. This was in summer of 2008, though. Some oh to sorry, the theater. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in a theater. Yeah, for and sure. did did you come out being like, man, that was awesome? I came out being like, man, I love comic books, and that was a great comic book movie. Okay, okay. Patrick Porter is here. I'm here. Patrick, what was your experience? Uh, sitting next to me, seeing Iron Man. Like <laughs> uh, I was sitting in a Savannah, Georgia theater, the best we had at the time. Yeah, which was garbage. Yeah, <laughs> and Josh and our friend Landon and myself, we were amped after mm. that movie. What's amped look like? Just, we this. walked out yeah. going, Could wow, you, This man. right here. They had okay. electricity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, man. You're giving it to you me right now. See, but it is <laughs> astounding. <laughs> Abby, guess who's here? Abby is here. Abby, it's me. what was your experience Wait, Abby like? Guess seeing? who's here, Abby, sir? Guess who's uh, here? Abby's here. Uh, um, I thought I saw it in theaters, but maybe I didn't. I don't remember if you're. It takes some convincing to get Abby into the theater. Usually, enough people have to come back saying it was so good, it was so good, it was so good, and then she might go see it if I but go I again. I feel like I did, so maybe you saw it a second time and I went with you. I definitely saw Iron Man twice. So, so that, I think I saw it. Gosh, it was so fantastic. Yeah, I saw, I saw I saw Iron Man everything. on May 2nd, 2008. 
And I remember thinking, well, that was one of the best of those that we've had. And I wasn't even a huge fan of Iron Man. He was kind of neither here nor there. John Favreau did a great job making that movie and making us care about Iron Man. It's true. Until that point, the only superhero that anyone really cared about was Batman, maybe Superman. Spider-Man, man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man had already been touch and go. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it had gone way downhill. X-Men had already gone downhill. But the cool thing about Iron Man is you heard the rumblings of the shared universe. Right. And then right after the Nick Fury tag... All the headlines came out like, yeah, we're going to really do the... Well, dang right when they were like, look at all this money that we can't even fit in our giant Scrooge McDuck money bin. I guess (laughs) we should make more of these. But I remember even back then they were talking about it and they were saying, yeah, that would be cool. Who knows if it's ever going to happen. I remember specifically reading a copy of Wizard Magazine and seeing a quote from Robert Downey saying, "It's, it's so hard to even get two of us on the phone, let alone in the same room together. So I seriously doubt that would ever happen. But hey, it's fun to dream. So I was thinking, oh, that's never going to happen, that they're going to get everyone together in one big movie. But now here we are, 13 movies later. We've not only had these characters together in one movie. I mean, I forget how many crossovers there's been at this point. Usually they show up at least for a line or two, you know? Yep. <laughs> they, got a little ca- they got a little cameo somewhere in there. So the point that I'm making is we just saw Captain America Civil Avenger War. Avengers Civil War. Right. <laughs> That's right. It is a That's Captain, what it actually it is clearly was. clearly a Captain America movie. No, it was not. Okay, we can get into that in a moment. <laughs> um, what, what did you guys think? What did, before we, as soon as anyone starts saying anything about what they think about the movie, it's going to be clear what their, you know, opinion overall was on the thing. So let's go back around the circle and do the quick review. Bethany, what did you leave thinking the theater? Thumbs up, thumbs down. What was your tweet? Big old thumbs up. Big I old loved old. it. Big old thumbs up. I thought up. it was great, but I thought it was an Avengers movie. Mm. Take that, Matt. Hashtag well, oh, Avengers. It's been, it's been <laughs> taken. <laughs> which, uh, which team were you on? Oh, I don't like when we pit our favorite people You're against each other. You're up in this tree kissing Robert Downey Jr., but you can't <laughs> help but swoon over those <laughs> <laughs> strong arms of Captain America. Good Matt, grief, Chris She Evans. was actually swooning more over uh, Sebastian, Bucky. what's his name? I'm not sure if his name oh, is Stan. Oh, yeah. 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 James yeah. Bucky Buchanan. Yeah. I really liked him. The he adjective was super she used endearing. was thick. Yeah, she said he a lot about thick. that. <laughs> okay, I wasn't like, Sebastian totally Stan. objectifying these no <laughs> like like 80 percent he's very handsome as well as the rest of the crew yeah i think I that eye makeup iron man and i have more kim probably <laughs> than either of the two so i'd have to be on i guess team the thing i, I'm, I wasn't on team iron man for the principal points so i guess i'm team cap because i didn't agree with philosophically you weren't buying it you don't no. agree with the sokovia accord right i'm against it okay. like a hundred percent you're against big government you don't like regulation. More th- well, <laughs> <laughs> more, I don't more like all the time. <laughs> more than you know. <laughs> all right. Tyler, what did you think about Captain America Civil War? <clears throat> it, was a, uh, it, was a, it was a great movie. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was, it was great. <laughs> Why are you laughing as though this is not a sincere answer? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. I, I thought it was a great movie. Seem as articulate as he usually is. I know. I I think that I I am just I don't know. I think I'm experiencing a little fatigue, a little superhero fatigue. Oh. Well, you I think I've been I've been pretty honest about that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not a superhero guy. Yeah, I'm not a superhero guy. You've only been a superhero guy because of these guys, kind of. Uh, Did we drag you I've, into it? I've always gone to see superhero movies, but I've never really. 
cared right it's not like you haven't watched either of the daredevil seasons on uh netflix because you just which are better than any of these movies you guys keep better than talking about too much right good job trying to pressure me into it tyler takes his own road (laughs) (laughs) you know like that's who he is he really is he cuts his own but you gotta you gotta pick your person too I'm too, I'm too punk rock for all these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you really are. Level, but you're gonna watch Pitch Perfect too, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's got and you neighbors. I did see Pitch Perfect too. <laughs> I like to. I like to pay attention more to the little guys. <laughs> Pitch Perfect too. <laughs> like an acapella <laughs> women singing group. They're there, yeah, they're huge. huge guys. Uh, that said, I'm not, you know, a fanatic, but I enjoyed it. It's a lot of running and jumping and exploding and. He has Some, the, ta- uh, the who trailer did, on his who screen did you right love? now. What was you. your team? I was definitely team Cap. Yeah. Good job. Uh, that Robert Downey Jr. is just a little too sarcastic. You know, I don't, <laughs> you I don't know appreciate what? that. Well, anyway. Yeah, no. I know. You laughed at every no. terrible joke that he ever made. Any <laughs> Every noise slight. he made got a chuckle from Sometimes he just would look at the, a character a certain way and she was <laughs> over there like, losing. He's funny. He is so funny. <laughs> he is uh, I think that it's probably the best Marvel movie Okay, wow. That's big. That That's is high big. praise. Yeah. It's better than the Avengers movies, even though this is essentially an it's Avengers movie. It's way better movie. than the Avengers. Absolutely a Captain uh, although movie. I did love Captain America's last one. I think Captain America's got the best movie so far. Mm. And this this was a really good one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's, so it came out with a really high, high praise. Really high praise. Matt thing. Hughes. Um, what was your take? Just much like Bethy and Tyler, big old thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Just a just mine a big, wasn't big old. Okay, sorry, apologies. Just like just Bethy, just I don't actually, I don't want to associate it. with Tyler. Let me associate with Bethy. She knows what's going on. Big old thumbs up, like Bethy. Um, and uh, yeah, I just enjoyed it. Had maybe two two nitpicks in the whole movie, and that was all. Okay. And just really fantastic time. <clears throat> what team are you on? Uh, oh, yeah. oh uh, Team Cap. I even team put a, a team cap, non-spoilery gif in my out of office email because I took the day off work to go see it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Poor Iron Man. Tony doesn't have a single advocate yet. Nor I support he. him personally, though, yeah. like in his heart. You'd Just like you'd not like, in his. Would you be his girlfriend? I think. Well, I'd he have to help him. If I Get was help girlfriend. Just like red. He loves yeah, a redhead. He's he needs some talking healing. about a redhead. You could be Pepper <laughs> Pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining a redhead. <laughs> Patrick. Uh, I give it thumbs up. <laughs> you know, I'm drinking Ooh. the Kool-Aid on these movies more than most. But uh, <laughs> I will say that I had some severe nitpicks that kind of brought it down a little bit for me. Whoa. Ooh. I was not expecting this. Me either. Ooh. That was uh, a I want. I have a list to bring up when we get to them just so you hear what you guys think. But also, uh, I was team Iron Man. What? what? And that's Ooh. part of my problem with the movies. Weren't you in that band? Good. <laughs> yeah. Show he Brad, show he Dad. Ain't, he ain't punk no more. I know. Let's hear. Uh, you you, you got to hear, hear my position. You got to hear my position, Bethany. Word. I mean, Good this is shocking. <laughs> Abby, what did yep. you think about Captain America: Civil War or Avengers: Civil War? Oh, I thought it was good. Um... Are you saying good on purpose as opposed to great or fantastic or? Good is like high praise. I think they're kind of all the same, except this was maybe a little bit better, but maybe just because I just saw it. 
I don't know. <laughs> hey, remember that one time you said that you should be moved up a level to <laughs> I did really like it and I enjoyed it. I had nitpicks, but it was good. It was better than Avengers. That's all. What team? Whose team are you on? I'm on Team Cap because the other one just really bugged me. The other guys? Mm-hmm. They bugged you? Um, well, except for Black Widow. You don't, you're not well. But she was but kind she of a double. In between. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I loved it very much. I I I'm where I'm I'm sure about to get into the nitpicks. I think that I may have something like a nitpick, but by the end of it all, I don't know how much of a nitpick it is. Uh, I I I loved it. It was one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, not not my all time favorite, but it was definitely way up there. And I actually did like it better than some of the heavy hitters, which we can discuss further sure. in a moment i was absolutely on team cap captain america is actually my favorite marvel comics character his movies have been my favorites yes of the marvel is that like ones. since you were a best. tiny person no in my uh, adult life okay. reading comic books but long before there was any captain america movie or anything right. like that okay. um and uh not to be one of these fellows but th- the civil war comic book series was the thing that got me into comic books in my adult life. Someone handed me a copy of the collection and I was like, well, this is cool. Are all comic books this good still? I hadn't read them since I was a small kid. And in it, I was Team Cap and I was Team Cap in this movie. I I think he said it himself best in that first conversation that they had with William Hurt's character with General Ross or whatever he's called yeah, now. Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross. He's still called that. Um, he, oh, he was Senator. Sorry, Senator Ross. Yeah, he was some kind of politician now. They Secretary of State. Secretary of Freaking State. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Apologies, everyone. Am I the only one who paid attention to this? I Apparently, guess. Maybe, yeah. maybe your opinion is the only valid one. When they're going around the it. table like that, Captain America, Steve Rogers is the first to say, um, What if they send us somewhere that we don't think we should go? Or what if they don't want us to go somewhere we feel is the right place to go? And that, to me, kind of summarized it's, it's, you know, they're not going to write in the same argument over and over and over again, but when they would fight in the movie, I was like, Tell them that again, because I don't think they understood you when you said it the first time. Do you realize if you work for the government and they say, you know, Avengers, go blow up this country or whatever, then they would be like obligated. Yeah, to they do would so. have to do that thing by right. law at that point. Or don't go to New York and stop an alien invasion. Yeah, then just sit there and watch it on TV knowing that they had the power to Manhattan stop is it. Destroyed. Right. right. Well, this is a pushback I have right away because the story in the comic book was oh, different. Uh, the pushback. Yes. Sure. You know, there were different motivations to the size. The size were very different in the movie than the comic book. But what I didn't understand was Cap's position with this because he spent most of his life trying to get into the military. And he has been telling us in the previous movies, you follow your authority. Mm-hmm. No, but no. He is, like like it or not, or agree or disagree, Captain America is, or Steve Rogers, rather, through and through, his compulsion was always to help, to advocate yeah, on behalf of the oppressed and do the right, right thing. And remember the whole uh, in line in uh, First Avenger when... The uh, when what's his name Stanley Tucci's character, the German scientist, was like, "So you want to go kill Nazis?" Assuming that that's the motivation of most young men desperately trying to get in the army, and he said, "I just don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from." Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense that this character all of a sudden doesn't want an authority over him. Why can't he grow he's, as a person? He's been, all, he's been, <laughs> and in his own thought, soldier, like evolve in his thought thing. process. Oh, ever since he's he thought, still a peacekeeper, ever since or like he thought a out, good he stopped 
he was no longer enlisted. He stopped. And even then, like, yeah, he was. Did you see the Winter Soldier? The I whole first the, thing with him? That, yeah, but that was different. That was the whole thing. It was like he wanted to be a part of it. And then they were pushing him. And that was, this is another thing is every movie with him is kind of the same. It's like his authority thing he has to rebel against. And then he has to go on this big adventure for it. It's shield. And so then, he's being consistent. I think that he, he, he saw his authority as shield. But yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. was corrupt. Yeah. And then in Avengers, it ends with them uh, going back to that new Avengers compound. And he looks around right. and he says, I'm home. So it's almost like he's identifying mm-hmm. now with being with an Avenger team. and right. not a government. He's like a right. world. Because he realizes his power <laughs> exceeds yeah, the it, United States right. of America. As an enhanced human. It, doesn't, right. it still under doesn't make any sense to me that he would say, we don't need to answer to anybody. It doesn't make sense that Captain America would it's say, not, we're above answering to anybody. It's not that he doesn't want to answer to anybody. He doesn't want to be bound and commanded. He exclusively. And he no, did it humbly that, and graciously. I, like, I, he was he consistent in he his character. He threw all his friends in jail and then like fought his best friend over but it. But no, when he was talking to the <laughs> no, he Secretary of State, he was gracious and kind and talking to everyone he was like i just can't do it i understand what you're asking yeah he but was it doesn't like make very sense deliberate. that character doesn't make sense to the characters in the previous movies to me i'm just I, i'm just shocked and baffled by this I stuff that i'm does. hearing over i'm here. just telling it you it doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense i think specifically blood, because shield was corrupt specifically because shield was corrupt in the last movie that and because this is a captain america movie not an avengers movie this that specifically tells me his character is very wary of any kind of controlling authority and so he's like we can't look how poorly it would have gone if we'd signed away to shield and they were infiltrated by hydra how could we possibly with good conscience sign ourselves away to the united states government who are just as corruptible is, and just as fallible no, is, as he's shield traumatized. But then, so what is what does he want to do? This doesn't make sense. He to wants me. to do he what wants he's to been doing. To he wants to continue because he thinks that they can operate with no authority whatsoever. That doesn't no make sense. He's not saying no authority. They he's saying it. They team. don't ever get to uh, offer a position of like, well, what if we did this or that? When the when the government comes in, it's all or nothing. I mean. It, it's actually all or nothing. They say, sign this, and they say, or what if we jail. don't want to sign this thing? And he says, then you retire. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Or you go to jail, like they put. Yeah, or you would become a fugitive. Right. And if Even, he would have said, okay, well, then I'm out, and then walked away from it. Because he he knows he can't do that. If he's seeing an attack on New York City, and he's <laughs> got to get out there and, and advocate. Right, he for knows the, he's going to use see, his super really strength. Do? Huh? New York City. What did Captain America even Captain do America led the... He, Captain he America saved the all those re- people in the The bank. only reason that the Avengers came together as one right. thing is because of Captain he America's leadership. He was the unifying yeah, force. He did a lot of running around in the street. He streets. threw a shield. Like, That's true. He jumped off a bus while and it exploded. And that shield does not defy it. But does it, not agree with the laws of physics. Who's the real hero here? Would you say it's more Iron Man? Than that? No, no, stop. Iron Man he, he is... He flew that nuke up yeah, into the sky. Yeah, he did that. Uh, he did, yeah. Okay, he did yeah, that. Okay, we'll give him that. Sure, yeah. Iron Man did we'll that. Give him that was that. very self-sacrificial. Give him a little something. Yeah, we'll give him that. Whose idea was it to get falafels afterward? Was that Cap? Shwarma. Shwarma. Shwarma, yeah. That's probably okay, Iron no, Man. Not Cap. It, was it was Iron Man. When Tony Iron first Man. woke up oh, after so falling out of the nuke. I think you like Tony. I think you really like him. Listen. The thing that I'm saying is across these three movies, Steve Rogers has experienced a character arc. He's his character uh, in the sense of, you know, his moral, his the ethical dimension of Steve Rogers has stayed the same. He's always been the little guy who wants to advocate for the little guy. He doesn't like bullies. He wants to care for people. He's the same skinny Steve that threw himself on that grenade when he was in boot camp thinking that. 
you know, it was about to blow up on the other guys. That's the spirit, I think, that wants, that tells him, I cannot sign myself away to one particular right. government. Because through all those movies, he's already been fighting on behalf of and in defense of a number of other countries. I mean, his first girlfriend well, was British. Well, they're not British. signed to a government. They're signed to the United Nations. That was what was pitched to it them. It was United for the Nations. World. It yeah. was. But I just think, again, like he's been burnt by... A, a governmental agency being corrupted from within, and I think that he's he's wise to, to I get stand that. back away from that. Yeah, I do, you, do you Winter Soldier, man? I did watch Winter I think Soldier. You, you love Winter Soldier. I, you get I love this it. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying the, the to me the sides didn't they didn't seem it didn't seem like there needed to be this big of a fight over it. Well, I think well here's the thing. I <laughs> think like, it got guys compounded. Just it absolutely about it. required it got, a huge fight. It got compounded it by Bucky. Yeah, it did. What Bucky you, well, is Steve let's Rogers. Let, let's let Dr. Sure. Porter over here resolve this. <laughs> well, what would you have them do to work it out? No big fight. Just just say well, what do you want to do instead? Well, can we do this? Let's figure it out. <laughs> but no, the UN saying out, no, 117 <laughs> yeah. countries or 107, whatever the number was, is saying no, this is the way it has to be moving forward, the end. And this was all because like 11 people died in that building? Come no, it was, no, it, that, that was, was why Thunderbolt Ross had the, it was, yeah, yeah, but can we talk about cumulative. that for a second? How this is the lesser of two evils? This was my one hiccup, was like the government's coming in being crazy and stupid. And they're saying, think about all the people you got. You guys are being reckless. Everything they did was in the name of safety and justice well, and all of that. And there were casualties. And they saved like New York, aside from like a couple hundred people, <laughs> but from an alien invasion. You're, you let you're the right. aliens run yeah, rampant. Yeah, it's like, what an insane dichotomy. You're coming and going, you guys hurt a few people and you we know, need you to stop. You it's like think about the greater this, though, good. Winter Soldier. No one knows what they're doing. They see right. something, and then these guys show up, and they say, I guess there's a bad guy here so because maybe my family's dead. document a little happened. bit more. But You look at the list of <laughs> That's incidents. what they wanted them to do. No, they didn't. The they wanted to they tell them what I to do and how to do it. Really <laughs> Patrick has never been so heated. Bethany is already true. shouting at people again. I miss Patrick just saying, wild thing, hilarious. Think about thing. it like this. No, no, Think about I, it. I've been trying so hard. Yeah, oh, quick. It's going to break me down. My self-confidence is just going to be destroyed if I can't. Say something. Oh, Bethany man. keeps shouting over. I'm, not, I'm not. Anyway, if you look at the incidents, yeah. incidences, mm-hmm. incidents, <laughs> yeah, right yes. the first of you know. everything that they accused them of. They said the the fight in New York, the fight over Washington D.C., the fight over Sokovia, Sokovia, Was it thirteen or something. And then even this the last one in Nigeria. Low. Oh it's, yeah. It's like what's really their fault. I could give them the Sokovia thing because that was Ultron. That was <laughs> yeah, that Star's was an evil AI. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was the evil AI they that built Stark that. created. <laughs> but yeah. New York and DC and uh, Nigeria was all just collateral damage to them trying to stop a legitimate force who would have caused far more destruction had they not Thank intervened. You. But so yeah. why didn't they World say... World chaos. Why didn't they say, we didn't bring the aliens into New York? We didn't launch right. all that, those hydro that ships. That was that argument An they argument had about could be made that ever they since... Did, a bad argument could be made that they, they're connected well, to it as said, a thing. Because Vision said it's exponentially grown it's since the beginning yeah. of Enhanced... The alien, because even the, the only reason the Nigeria. alien race is there is because Thor was exiled to Earth, right. which led Loki... But okay. that's so not their like, fault. That's Thor's parents' fault. No, but that, no, but but that Thor was an argument. Thor is an Avenger. With the enhanced no. humans, there are now more because power draws conflict to it. I and got so it. Vision was saying if we step down and lay low, there will be less. What is the word he used? Catastrophe. 
Yeah, they also said that which, we, once Tony presented himself that they stood up as a challenge and people wanted to face that challenge and cause trouble. And right. Can, can we talk Tony about how Tony was just Man. signing yeah. all that because he felt guilty? It was like yeah, personal was stuff he hasn't resolved. It had nothing to do with agreeing with what the government really was oh, trying Tony? to yeah. impose yeah, upon that, them. Because he was seeing that they can't be controlled without help. Like this team, if it gets a little off, they're going to hurt people. They need help controlling it. Right, because because they was, are constantly hurting people. If they had a little more help, they t- would not help. Hurt that's fair for Tony to feel guilty about that kid's death. Of course, in, that's totally. That's, 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 that's humanizing the tragedy that's for us, the, the, the viewer. The, but the fight with Iron Man and Hulk in whatever city that was. Where were they? South Africa, Johannesburg. Yes, mm-hmm. that was totally their own fault. But then even this explosion in the in uh, Civil War where. Scarlet Witch, you know, lifted yeah. the explosion up. Right. That guy would have killed a bunch of people on the ground had she not moved it. I know. More. I, I wondered. They now didn't I, set off that bomb. Right. They were there stealing something. They were trying to Stopping stop them. a terrorist. Why are they being held accountable for them intervening? I know. It's not Listen, like the we're U.S. government the same holds page, other people accountable. No, the world doesn't want damage. a world police. No Wait, one wants my a question police. is how would them but being controlled by the U.N. Not create the same problems when they still be going into places. They would, but only attacking or casualties. The, di- by the, the difference is, is that people, the people at large, not just the American people, but the people, they like a spin on things that they can get their heads around. So right. if it's just like, yeah, they because if if the UN is controlling this, you know, superhuman task force, and it goes in and says. Yeah, sure, a billion people died, but it's good because the bad guy was there and the UN is telling them that through right. by way of the media, then the people would be like, well, sure, that sounds great. But if they're answering to no one, all these incidents, I agree with you guys, are <laughs> are not, most of them are not directly and some of them not even really indirectly any of the Avengers' faults, but they are connected to them in some way. So yes. like Crossbones at the beginning of Civil War, who's out there trying to steal a biological weapon and then they're tracking him down and it's cause he got because of up. a rookie mistake yep. that Scarlet Witch makes, um, a bunch of people soldier. die. And she was trying to save Steve Rogers in that moment. Yes. There was and still a bunch of people So in really the, the witch girl just needs to go. She's, well, she's well, the problem. She, she just acted. She I mean, that kind of thing issue. happens, I suppose, in the, if you've got super Again, the Nigeria <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I but, mean, yeah, she was in Nigeria and... Um, now think about how that looks on the news there like oh this guy in a super bio suit that it was a part of Hydra right then everyone's just already going that's all Avengers but, crap but I think that that's you know? not the, what we're arguing what I'm arguing is like it's the lesser of two evils it's not that it's not evil we get it like people did die there were casualties there's weight on that but I'm going like in reality they still saved you. Which like, is why you're on Team Cap, is what you're saying. Yeah, but so that's why it's just shocking to me that you would, Patrick, would you want them to sell out. Issue. I'm just saying, I, I didn't say what was right or wrong. I'm We're, saying I'm surprised Capsule signed it because uh, it doesn't seem it. like... They didn't sign it. It didn't sign it because it doesn't seem like there's a real motivation there because to or to not see, sign he it. see, he sees what's right. That's what... It's true he's, to his character. He doesn't know what that's going to I, lead them down, though. I think he's, that Cap's... Did you not hear what I said? I heard what you Wait, said. But I think under I, the authority of Shield, it. under the authority of Shield, they saved New York, which Shields help. And they then Shield that was corrupt. But then in yeah, Winter Soldier, Shield was corrupted and ended up being bringing itself down from the inside. I know that, but I'm saying there is a good way to go about it. The fact that I just don't. And see you think the Sarkovia 
Accords. The accords accords yeah, is the way that, that they should do it. Well, that's what you're huge. saying. No, well, that's what you're saying. He should just sign it without. No, like, I'm saying I don't know why he didn't sign it or didn't even consider it more than he did. He didn't even look at it. He didn't know what he wasn't signing. He heard he the knew heart what was behind at stake. it. He yeah. knew what was at stake. I know, stake. but what, there's so much more to it. I it think was you're like hung no up on the comic book. So in the comic book, the stakes are a little different because it's the Superhuman Registration Act. It doesn't just involve. Uh, making all the superheroes in the Marvel Universe answerable to the government, they would become paid government workers, and they have to publicly come out with their secret identities. Which is way less of a big deal in actually this universe because they pretty much, we know who all of them are. Like there aren't really any masked... Yeah. Until until Spider-Man shows up at the airport. Did this this, uh, comic book come out after Watchmen? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, watch, totally. Watchmen set, Watchmen set Watchmen. the basis for deconstructing all superhero yeah, it, stories. What in Watchmen? It's the Keen Act or whatever that yeah. forces the. Uh-huh. Well, uh, wasn't there that thing in the beginning that says like, "Who avenges the Avengers" or something <laughs> no, like that? I was no, like, no. "Oh my god!" That's absolutely just who watches the Watchmen. <laughs> was it in no. the? Okay, it was something like that though. Oh, uh, maybe. Right? Okay. In I the beginning know. of the movie. It's, it's very much the same types of <laughs> yeah. sure. themes. We when I read Civil War, I thought. Yeah. This is a lot like Watchmen. We got the same thing in Batman v Superman. This yeah, I mean, it's that's like a, that's the a, same a, narrative. Well, well it's, it's a, a deconstruction. Yeah. It's like yeah. you take the concept so far, and then you have to start thinking. Right. Yeah. What would this? What would really happen? Sure, right. it's it's a similar story concept, but Marvel did it. So I would say a lot better. Civil War reached that point of deconstruction where the world's going, "Hey, what the heck, guys? Come on!" Sure. <laughs> and <laughs> that's so what the world says. That's where they're going. They're having this internal debate about whether or not to sign the Sokovia Accord. Yeah. Meanwhile, this no-name, seemingly harmless Sokovian guy yeah. strolls up and somehow Helmet Zemo. He was a fantastic bad guy. And somehow pits them together yeah. because he sees an opportunity with. Winter Soldier. Well, He's another product of what Tony Stark feels guilty about. You remember, th- this is part of Tony's arc as well. Back in Ultron, not even only in this movie, um, there's the whole arc with the, the twins, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they have that, how they were stuck in that house and the debris with this Stark bomb waiting for it to go off. And yeah. he's experiencing all of that. He's got to stop well. putting his name on all these bombs. <laughs> no kidding. Well, all did. the way back to the first Iron Man yeah. movie, that's been his story and the guilt that he's experienced. From it, which he brings back up in Civil War. Right. Yeah. So that's very much a part of the story as it's going, which produced the kind of character like Zemo. And I thought Zemo was excellent because obviously he was really far removed from the purple balaclava. I thought Zemo was lame. What really? is this name that you guys are talking about? Okay, there's a guy. Who in the heck is Zemo? <laughs> he's, he's Because <laughs> this person that is I'm talking about was yes. the Russian looking guy? The, guy the sniper who, from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but right. he was in no way any type of villain. He no. was just some guy manipulating the situation Exa- because he was Well, he's the bad guy. He's the antagonist. He is the antagonist, which the makes antagonist, him a bad guy. But he's He's, he's not some sort of mastermind. He's just coming in. He because was his, very much a mastermind. He's coming in because his family got killed, and he's not trying to like bring down the Avengers by nuking the world. He's just trying no, to pit them against each he other. I know vengeance. he's trying to bring down an empire. He's I get brilliantly but he, manipulating. But at the end him. of the movie, he was just going to kill himself. He's yeah, not, I like, thought that was tragic and beautiful and excellent. I thought it was kind of a letdown. Here's the other thing, though. <laughs> 
He's not, he doesn't fit the type of supervillain like you guys are explaining. No, he's not like Megamind. No, he had one goal. Oh, it was simply movie. to bring down an empire and turn the Avengers against each other. Vengeance. And then he was just going to and kill himself. And he succeeded. Vengeance. He just couldn't rest until What's he wrong with had, an right, antagonist he having wasn't, a clear motivation? That's, a, that's the hims- perfect bad guy. He himself Thank was not Bruce. terrifying. He himself was just no, he, some sort of manipulative... He's guy a, who you didn't even understand what he was doing the whole time, but even along the way, you, you weren't really that concerned about him. But isn't that really scary that he's not some over-the-top alien with a weird face or some <laughs> no, kind he's of... he's not a god he's like Loki. He's just, a, he's just an individual man whose Patient. family was killed, who takes his time and has a plan, and in that plan wreaks absolute havoc and destruction to the point where Captain America destroys Iron Man's suit and walks away from him. They, like, that was heart-wrenching. They only pitted him... <laughs> he pitted him against each other through based on their humanity and their, like, internal, right. like... So, as enhanced as they are, so I don't feel still like fundamentally fragile. I think I agree with Tyler. Okay. I still think it's not, like, a scary, villainous thing. I think it's, like... If anybody that, he appealed if, to their humanity scary and manipulated. And it is the Avengers for the things they've gotten themselves into, especially Bucky. Well, I think that's but the. Yes, no. that's Wait, Bucky, Bucky though Bucky doesn't mean a, to have. Bucky is a victim mean of to do assault. It. I just right. still, he's still a mass murderer, though. Let me ask you this: He though. owned it, no. but, but yes, still, it's, he is he's a mass very murderer. repentant <laughs> about it. His physical body did it, but okay. his mental oh, mind really? is not okay, there. So that's fine. Hey, but get this though. Here's... So Zemo is um, he's manipulating the Avengers to tear them down from the inside by pitting them against each other, mm-hmm. just like Ultron did, just like Loki did. Do you feel like we're running out of ideas here? No, I don't, because I, I thought about that. It occurred to me in the movie that I was like, oh, they're fighting again, because now they're not fighting again. They're fighting again. Before Avengers, the first movie came out, everyone wondered if they would have the cojones to make a movie where the Avengers basically fight each other for most of the runtime of the movie because in the most some of the most beloved Avengers story arcs like Mark Miller's The Ultimates and stuff like that they don't really need a villain they're just like so there's so many egos and so right. many so much brokenness and weirdness that they go against each other a lot that's the kind of that's the best kind of conflict is you got well, they conflict. got a lot of that in Age of Ultron too yeah mostly between Captain and, America and Tony Stark yeah and same thing in Avengers it feels like they're, they're always going against each other philosophically this time they just beat the crap out of each other but have they, you ever worked on a team true. it's hard yeah I'm sorry Bethany look at this team <laughs> <laughs> but, but what they I think the what you're speaking to Josh and Patrick like I think what (laughs) the reality is no one's going to take down the Avengers but the Avengers like they're superhuman people so of course the epitome of every single movie is that they're going to be fighting each other because they're the only matches for each other like the reason it makes it so good is that who unless someone comes beaming out of the universe that has another superpower right. we're going to be like yeah that's kind of boring until you get like so it has to be the thunderbolts in play or something like someone like one of those can like can we just evil stick teams. to what normal people know okay without sorry. contextual okay then what about like or sandman or green goblin superhuman or venom men come in. like one of those bad guys like there are no superpowered bad guys other than loki who's been dealt with at this point yeah, loki, got way, loki got more screen time than he needed loki and he was great. His brother. the major that villain right? that we're facing is thanos at this point right yeah like thanos is like a uh, you know a cosmic a galactic divine force yeah. <laughs> right and that's what's that's really scaring iron man most is yeah. because he looks especially in age of ultron he looks around him and he says we can't do anything to protect ourselves from these people raining in from the sky on yeah the totally on the CDs, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Mike's comment. Well, and now he's on. all now he's all 
even more concerned, presumably because the Avengers are broken and weak, and now we're stepping into Thanos coming, and I don't know. Because of America, like, by the way. Because they're trying to make them sign that stupid well, Because of 117 America's countries. Not, it's think not just, nation is so think about not just America. They're the <laughs> best, though. Patrick, yes. it seems like the more we talk about uh, yeah, Iron Man, all over the world, you know that. <laughs> the more we talk about Iron Man, we, we recognize his his uh, clear mistakes and his regret for those mistakes and his fear of seeing his mistakes like being the end of humanity. So, in that fear, he's making the decision to sign the accord. It, would, it makes so much sense for him to sign the accord, right? Right. But there has to be somebody to oppose him. Which, is, of course, is Captain America. Do you think that Captain America... Does it make sense to you? Can you accept that Captain America had to oppose the assignment? Wait, the just for the story? Yes, just for the story. That's fine. Because Tony Stark <laughs> insisted. I think that it's more than his guilt also, though. I think he wants to keep the team together because he knows the world needs the team. And he mm-hmm. realizes mm-hmm. either either sign the papers or there's no more team. I think, yeah. he, I I actually, think he thinks that. I actually but, feel that that was But really I don't well think... I think, he's, I think he still has this heart for the team mentality. And he's seeing... Because even when he went to the jail to talk to... The guy who's like not a real superhero, but Falcon. sort of... Yeah. guy. Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Jeremy oh, yeah. Renner. Yeah, he he's 20. in there and he's talking Clint to him. He, he disables the mic system or whatever. Yes. And he's like, I'm going to go help him as a friend. I think you see that he's like his real heartbeat or whatever is that they would all stay together and be best buds and protect the world. Yes. And he's also seeing that it doesn't necessarily have to be through the accord. Because he is, he's overriding it. He's going, Tony he's Stark? neglecting yeah, the accord. That was in a conversation with Hawkeye though, was it? It was yeah, Hawkeye and Falcon. Whoever the guy is with Falcon. the, the wings. to Hawkeye yeah. and Falcon, yeah. So don't oh, yeah. No, not Hawkeye. Falcon, right. Falcon. Uh, robot little Falcon. Great. Yeah, it was awesome. What like, did he... He gave him a name. I can't yeah, remember the name. But it's the same. It's Red Wing. Red Wing. Red Wing. Yeah, yeah, the real one. In the comic book, he talks to birds. <laughs> yeah. Which I was always thinking, man, that's such a dumb idea. I, I hope they don't do that in the movie. And they didn't. They did a sweet little robot. Which was, was great. Really great. Can't you see... That this is actually the things that you're upset about are really excellent screenwriting because the conflict is coming from within, which usually inter- interpersonal conflict with characters that are developed that we know that experience an arc are always more compelling than like new characters. We've already had like a god fight the Avengers. Loki led an alien army into New York and fought him. That was huge. Wimpy god. <laughs> yeah, puny. Puny, puny god. Puny god. Then we had uh, an AI that was ready to destroy the human race, you know, yeah. if, and he got pretty close. Thanks, Tim. In this Vision. one, we have a hurt father and husband who we don't, we don't really, like in the comic book, there's no formal antagonist in Civil War. This registration act is the antagonist. Right. It acts as the conflict, and then they just fight each other, depending on who you like. But Iron Man's the antagonist. Because of the Bucky. Right in the movie, very much right. so. Yeah. So this Zemo and making him instead of the guy in the you know the purple ski mask with the crown on and all that stuff. I love that. Uh, making him this ordinary person, all he is is like some kind of personification of the conflict to move things along and get them like fighting even more with each other. He acts as like a catalyst for all the Absolutely. trouble by manipulating the situation that's already in escalating quickly. That's some. Fantastic screenwriting right there. I I actually really agree. The screenwriting was really smart and uh, efficient. 
Yeah, which is man in a movie like this, that is no simple yeah, undertaking. I, I was yeah. saying when we came out of the film that it was really smart for the screenwriters to it, seemingly one setting in two scenes. They gave us all of Tony Stark's background that's important to the storyline and his motivation to propel him right. to the storyline because he's in that uh, hologram. MIT hologram where he's looking at his memories, and and then you see you know this one incident that's really affecting him very personally. And then you get this thing about Pepper Potts not being there, and he has regret about the separation between him and Pepper Potts caused by his commitment to being Iron Man. And then you get that lady downstairs in front of the elevator who uh, gives him regret and guilt about killing her son. It's like all these things at once are contributing to everything going yeah. on in this movie. And we saw that in just a matter of minutes. It was that fantastic. was great. really clever. Yeah. I thought, Even the way that they, pardon me, Matt, but this is more important, I'm sure. Even the way that they, uh, no doubt in my mind, every every new screenwriter and director in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has to deal with this huge problem of how do we somehow address the fact that every character is not in this movie in a way that's not distracting, in a way that's not dumb to the story. And so far, they've done it really well. You know, Ant Man did it one said, of the best. They made shouldn't it, you just call the Avengers? Yeah, yeah. they made yeah. a joke out of it. That was fantastic. The in this movie, um, in just one passing bit of dialogue over the accords, they use it against Captain America by saying, they're like, no, we have it under control. And he's like, do you even know where Thor is? Or Hulk. Right or now. Banner. Where's yeah. Banner right now? And then right away, you know, they don't even know where yeah. these guys are. And that's why they're not in the movie. And we can said, move on with this. You better believe I'd be in trouble if I misplaced some nukes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that and that brought it right back into the comic. I was like, man, these guys are good. That's yeah. a good point. They know what they're doing. Also, it just point. reminds <laughs> us that this is an Avengers movie and not a Captain America okay. movie. I'm actually with I Bethany. It feels okay. like an it was. It was it's absolutely a continuation of Civil War. Wasn't there, and I mean, Thor wasn't there. So. Winter Soldier. They're both Bobo anyway. Um, I like the people it like who this. matter were there. They're what? all a continuation off Bobo. of each other's movies. I think Hulk is the least Bobo. He's totally Bobo. He turns into a big green giant. The greatest story arc was between Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah. The biggest point of conflict in that came to a head when they were in Siberia and Tony asked Cap, did you know? And Cap you said... You mean when Tony Stark went, why did you say that name? <laughs> Just why did you brother? say that name? Well, you mean when Tony <laughs> My <mom>. and Cap <laughs> and handsome... Bad thick Steve old guy Bucky was there, yeah. Whatever. Handsome bad Steve guy. What's his name? What's his the name? Handsome James bad deceived guy. Bucky That's what people call me was all the time. Yeah. I'm so Winter sick Soldier. of that nickname. Yeah, for Winter myself. Soldier was there. So <laughs> they weren't. They weren't even alone. Like if you're saying they're going toe to toe, and this is well, a I wasn't Captain quite, America movie. I wasn't movie? quite finished. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, but I apologize. No, you do this. He does the same to you. Get I him. do, but he gets um, louder. In that moment, you had Captain America who. The whole movie had been fighting for his friend, had been fighting for his one last piece of where he came from, his one last With piece of seven home, of his closest friends who were there. <laughs> I agree, it was an ensemble cast the whole but time. It, but the story, the greatest story arc and character arc, was seeing Cap go from the leader of the Avengers into the rebel and then into the um, choosing his past over his present. I think You're it was the choices it was the choices of Captain America that made the movie significant. So right. I think it's fair Had to Cap call it his not, movie. And here's the thing in the but, we saw so everyone else evolve as much as we saw but him evolve. Captain is making these choices not necessarily because it's like the last part of the world he knew, but he sees a friend who he knows is a good person being victimized by Hydra. Right. And it's not fair that everyone's vilifying him, even though he's done all these terrible things. He was just a tool or a pawn 
for Hydra's purposes. Yes, absolutely. So he saw what no one else could, and he was trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. He just he knew these things because he was his friend. Obviously, it was yeah. It's, it's amplified because that's his best friend and from childhood. It's yes, right, exactly. So he's torn between these two worlds because he has strong affection for Iron Man and for uh, Bucky, but he he's trying to do right by both of them. When Iron Man is really the one that's angry here, yeah, well, and, which and is, Tony, which frankly, he cannot he cannot see until the third act of the movie, until the final scenes of the movie, like what Steve was really experiencing when he finally learns that um, that Bucky, as the Winter Soldier, had been framed by Zemo. Yes, and right. then he's like, "Oh well, dang!" You know. <laughs> Speaking of that final, that's what he climactic thought. Climactic scene. Oh, dang! <laughs> that's right. The screenwriting, I thought, was really, really well done for that, too. Because like most of these films where they say, oh, we're going to have them fight each other. Take Batman versus Superman as an example. We're going to have them fight each other. It's going to be crazy. They're going to, you know, hit each other for (laughs) for a while and not really get anywhere. Uh, And then Civil War was kind of going that way where they had this big fight on, um, on the tarmac out at the airport and... You think, well, this must be our Civil War fight because they have this other storyline where they've got to go face these but other... But that fight was a, a plot obstacle, not a climax. I'm, no, I know that. Okay. What I'm saying is that, that in these movies where they pit two heroes against each other, like Batman v Superman, they had their fight, they made amends, and then they fought together. I was expecting mm. the same thing to happen in Civil War where they had their fight, they moved on to something bigger, more important than their own fight... And when they got there, it only intensified their own fight. The these other five Captain America type Winter Soldiers, Winter Soldiers, yeah, were essentially a red herring. Yeah, where you yeah. thought, oh, they were going to go deal with these other guys, but a when they get head? there, they all got shot in the face. <laughs> and, and then yeah, you really learn that oh, they're going to take us further into this civil that was war. Great. Conflict. That was very. And I thought excellent. that's so smart. Yeah, it was better. It was, it was way, way more satisfying. Way than, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't now care anything real, about these Russian super right. soldiers. Who no. cares? But it became a legitimate civil war movie in that room. Yeah, and you know, uh, here's a problem inherent in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe. Um, film dependency that they've established where obviously they cannot catch you up on everything that's ever happened no. in every single movie. It's just, I mean, like me and Tyler were talking about, that they're able to do what they've done so efficiently is incredible. But I talked to several people who were confused by what I thought was one of the movie's more powerful exchanges when Tony and Steve are in this, you know, like knockdown drag out brawl. He's just punching his metal and, uh, mask. And he gets the helmet off of him. And now that he's vulnerable, he holds the shield up. And Tony goes to defend himself as if he assumes Steve is going to decapitate or right, destroy right. his face. Yeah. And he destroys the suit instead. He never wanted to hurt Tony. He wanted to stop stop the fight yeah. and save and stop Bucky. The, but several people said he they thought he was killing him by doing that because they didn't see Iron Man 3. Whoa. When he gets yeah. his right. heart trans- yeah. heart surgery, so they fixed. thought the yeah. arc reactor was still was keeping me. the shrapnel away. Say my name. <laughs> Abby was one of them. <laughs> Bethy was another. I Bethy thought was I was <laughs> very concerned too. Even though I saw Iron Man three, I still thought, <laughs> forgot. Oh my gosh, did he bust through there and yeah, get into there? The well, I, I, I was worried. Like he like will like hold it sometimes yeah. still, and I don't and know. he did. He grabbed it. He has PTSD or something. It powers his suit. 
Right. Yeah. I, that that shot with Bucky trying to rip it out with his hand. He's all up close, yeah. and the glow from the his chest is on his face. That was an awesome shot. That's that why was it amazing. Was, yeah, confusing it seems like too. it's like killing I didn't him. fully understand what had happened. That's because the, there was just that explosion of light, and then I was like, "Oh, he got it." And then I was like, "Wait, Iron Man's still going." Arm. I was like, "Oh, his arm is gone." Yeah, I didn't That's, get it either. The arc reactor is like the trench in the Death Star. You know, if you can yeah. get that one thing, you can get the suit down. Totally it makes total sense. But, but apparently, it's capable of firing something that will blow off your arm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No I mean, it's got that sweet laser. That was the best part in the X Men side scrolling game when you were Iron Man with that now, laser. Let's be serious. All the promotions, all anybody really cared about this movie leading up to it was that fight, that Civil War fight at the airport. Yes. And can we be honest? That sequence at the airport was worth the movie's weight in gold. That yeah. sequence at the airport was the best superhero fight that has ever been on screen. That was probably my maybe favorite one scene, of the parts of Daredevil. Most satisfying, entertaining scene in a Marvel movie yes. so far. It was far. pretty good. What did you good. think about it, Patrick? They brought it all. Brought it all <laughs> out. <laughs> it was really fun. Just brought they out the big a, guns. They had a deep bench and they pulled them in. Yeah, they the did. Uh, and these guys... That's a sports reference. <laughs> a guy, I put it together yeah, what it meant. I understand that it was. I don't know. Can what you write means. a spoiler for sports? <laughs> yeah. sports. All sports are spoiled. <laughs> sports, <laughs> just sports with fields and benches. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about don't what they all I'm have sure benches? a bunch of people are wondering Ooh. why we haven't even brought up yet. What did you guys think about Spider Man? I th- I felt like this version of Spider Man in those 25 minutes he was in was more satisfying than yes. five movies before it. Yes, yeah. 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 Especially because Tobey Maguire is intolerable on every <laughs> level. I love Tobey Maguire. Uh, of course. Oh. Of course, Spider-Man is what was ruined for the world, right? By uh, the trailer, but, right? By the trailer, and for but us, not really. Was for us, no, hadn't seen but the not trailer. really because that wasn't his scene. Like I think everyone thought, like, oh, he's gonna jump down, and that's gonna be the first time you see him. It but wasn't. It, it, I, well, because it wasn't, of the conversation in the no bedroom, one, yeah. no one was surprised. With Oscar winner Marissa I saw but the trailer and I was surprised. I had Spider-Man? totally <laughs> forgotten oh my about Spider Man. I, mean, I didn't so even see the trailer, and what, based on the thumbnail, right, I, yeah, knew I knew what was that Spider Man was gonna scene. be there and have Cap Shield. <laughs> I think it oh. was really cool for them to have that long conversation, you know, where he, where Iron Man's trying to get to know yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's actually a really amusing, really interesting build-up to what will eventually be Spider-Man. So fun to see both of them. It just felt weird in a cool way. Like, I can't believe Spider-Man's in this movie. Yeah. I love how they didn't do any background. They were just like, you know They didn't Spider-Man even let is. him say you the know. thing. That was so great. He was yeah. just like, oh... It's a long story. Something happened. Yeah, you got bit by a radioactive yeah. spider. That's amazing. That, that, that is just, great. That they're sure. just like, everyone freaking knows where Spider-Man's from. Everyone. Like, no one needs that that was origin so story I liked again. It. I didn't expect it. I totally forgot about it. And when he come, he came bebopping, I was like, oh, <gasps> this is Spider-Man. All that, that way better than every Spider-Man they've had. So yeah. I was laughing. It was funny. I had Spider-Man's got just as much wit as Iron Man. Oh, uh, he's, he's, so, no, he's, he's so like a teenager. sarcastic. That's no, exactly so, how he reads I in the comic him. books. I was, oh, I love uh, <laughs> Abby was complaining to me about it afterward. I'm like, why do you hate Spider-Man? She was like, I used to hate Spider-Man when you would give me the comic books to read because I can't stand all the wisecracking. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a big oh, thing. Yeah. It's but I love that she face. said she did appreciate uh, that you appreciated that the other characters were like, aware of his, yeah. how annoying he I was. I just don't know how they're going to keep that up because they kept saying like, Oh, he's new to this. Oh, this he's never been in a fight before. I'm like, how are they going to keep making movies where he does that? It's like, I don't know how familiar you are with a fight, but usually <laughs> there's not this much oh my talking. God. <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, yo, you got a metal arm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was so human. When he like and I thought it was so cap. cute because they he's called like, him like, yeah. Iron called him Underroos. He's like, yeah, all right, yeah. Underroos. Yeah. <laughs> it like, was just great. And he was 
really excited to meet everyone. Like, well, he I guess like, he is a oh little kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah he, he was like such 15, a teenager. I, finally. I loved yeah. that he... I have to impress Toby was like 34. Tony, Mr. Stark. <laughs> yeah, I love that he made his own web shooters and like Tony was complimenting him on his genius and he was like, yeah, I made those and I just thought that was a really nice piece of character development that's it so true. Great. It was great. It was great. They even in that short great. span of time gave him a reason to have articulating uh, eyeballs on his yeah. mask good. because he was talking right. about how he can't see right without some way to focus his uh-huh. vision. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Stark was like, well, let me give you an upgrade. And uh-huh. like, well, great. Now you got expressive eyeballs yeah. just like that. Just like Deadpool had. I thought it was great. It worked really <laughs> Deadpools well. are a little it more so, It was so fun seeing them fight, obviously, but I think it's good and bad where they're fighting and you, you really don't believe that they're going to really hurt each other because even that quick bit of dialogue between mm-hmm. Hawkeye and yes. Black, Widow, Black yeah. Widow where they're like, we're still friends, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so and you're thinking is it Scarlet Witch that calls him out? That's and how it is when we punches? fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so the rest of the fight, you're thinking the same thing about everyone else, where they're not trying to inflict so much damage that well, no one's going to walk away. I mean, every, everyone's still going to walk away. Black Panther. Black Panther was straight up trying well, to kill Bucky. He, yeah, it he was had, awesome. He had, he, he, there was the only real conflict where you were worried yeah. about s- the fate of these two guys. And maybe Ant-Man. But Ant-Man. Ant-Man was yeah, there just no, we, comic I didn't, Let me finish the thought. Okay. But it was so cool seeing Spider-Man carry his own among these Avengers yes. and kind of make introductions along the way where he had that moment with Captain America where Captain's like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Queens. Oh, yeah. oh I'm from Brooklyn. Great job. That was there. great. And then he's explaining to his aunt. That was really great. Right. Some because guy called Steve. At yeah. the end of this Steve movie. Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. <laughs> at the end of this movie, we need them all to be friends again so they'll fight Thanos, that big purple face guy with all those, <laughs> yeah. all those stones. The champ. The champ. Yeah. Stones. That big gold glove. Yeah, that was great, man. How did you guys feel about um, T'Challa, about the Black Panther? That was awesome. That gentleman's name apparently is uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, he, I thought he had such a strong he presence. He was so regal. In the like movie. A young James Earl Jones. He was. Yeah. He had that, like, because, you know, he's, he's Wakandan yeah. royalty, <laughs> and he felt he exuded himself yeah. like uh, someone who came from... Uh, uh, did you? Yeah, like a, he's a like James Earl Jones from out of Africa. <laughs> yeah, uh, or, right there. or coming to America. Or coming to America yeah. is what did I you, was thinking. Did you That's read about how? That, um, what did I, out of Af- I meant coming to America. Did you read about how the Wakandan that he and his dad were speaking is a real South African dialect called Osa? I'm sure I just pronounced that wrong, but it's one of the languages that has like the click in it. <laughs> Patrick oh, Shea. No, man. How cool is Why that? Why are you going to try to click? No, I like that. Was that. Awesome. You tried. I really like that. I watched that. a video about how to pronounce it, and I know I did that wrong, so apologies to watched any. Watched a video? I yeah. had no contact, context at all for the Black Panther. <laughs> in fact, I didn't know it was like a real. I only knew it by its other th- meaning, you know, Black Panthers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like the, from history. The, the Beyonce no. dancers. Nope. No. Oh, the revolutionaries. Neither those two. Yeah. The civil rights actors. Right. Yeah. So I was totally shocked and I couldn't the whole time. So if you're talking about like a first impression of him, I couldn't tell if he was good or bad the whole time. I was like, are you going to be a bad person or a good person? But you and I thought that was kind of fun. But the intro that you get at the accord signing... Yeah, but I could tell if he was crazy. Okay, oh, his, was like a because his dad. If he was like, "I love mm. you, dad," but I'm not like you, because that's what he kept sure. saying. Was, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. His dad was clearly a good man. Yeah, but he was yeah. being pretty friendly with Scarlett Johansson. He was it's flirting like, with her, which could yeah, kind of be interpreted you, as like a superhero. You interpreted sort of thing. it as flirting. I interpreted it as interpreted it as uh, that they both had a secret. They both oh. knew each other's identity. Hmm. But yeah. hers, hers isn't a secret, right? But. Like they they knew who each other were and there was something some sort of familiarity there. He was an enhanced human when I first saw him. Yeah, (laughs) do you think she knew that when Sam was like, "So you like cats?" (laughs) 
<laughs> what? I mean, this guy dresses up like a cat. You don't think it's weird? <laughs> that was hilarious. Why was there in that little bug and he kept saying, oh. can you scoot your seat up? No. <laughs> and then when they fall down and he's like, why didn't you do that sooner? I hate you. That, that was, was so good. I have no context for uh, Black Panther. But I thought he was fantastic. Oh, he is great. He was cool. He was good. I liked Ant Man too, and I didn't see the movie, but I just want to throw that in there. I really enjoyed. It makes me want to go see Ant Man. You should. Good. I will. You should see Ant Man. He good. made me laugh a lot, and I didn't understand his character from the previews, like from a long time ago. And then when I saw him in action, I was like, Oh, okay. Ant Man is. Kind I don't know a, what buttons you're pushing, he's but a interesting. laughable character. Just the idea of an Ant Man is is comedic, so they brought yeah. in a. Why does he get small though? Pim particles. You have to watch the science. science flick, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool it. how he was like Spider-Man too. He's like another person who's going like, "Hey, you're so cool." Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah I, mean, I thought that was he's so like touching cute. Captain America's he, muscles when he got out of here's the van. This is the first time they're both introduced to the Avengers. A 15-year-old cool. nerd would absolutely know the name of uh, Empire Strikes Back. He wouldn't say that old movie on the snow planet. Like, uh, are I you don't know if that's I would have said friend. that. I don't know. I was yeah, like, I like, totally you're know what like he's talking about. You're not like a 15-year-old, like, super not a movie nerd. He puts computers together. That's true. That's you true. think he hasn't seen Star Wars? <laughs> no. Apparently you, you not. You think he's seen he's Force Awakens? He, that's true. He's seen it. He knows he the knew AT-AT the Empire, thing. He said, yeah. doesn't Force On Awakens exist in this universe if they're talking about... Yeah, same studio released Yeah, Yeah, they own the rights. We could have a crossover. Let me Before we get away from Ant-Man, I just want to... I was going to say something about Ant-Man. Well, then go ahead. Set me up. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ant-Man was great to hold his own in this too just like Spider-Man where they're both the comedic relief they're both new guys to the fight but as comedic and laughable as Ant-Man is just the science of becoming a man the size of an ant that guy had some real fight and a lot of tricks up his sleeve mm-hmm. it was super impressive probably more it was more impressive than than Team um, Iron Man because even Iron Man yep. himself said, "Is there anybody here I that know. has some, <laughs> some secret, some secret, seriously <laughs> impressive <laughs> skills?" See, you guys love Iron Man as much as I that do. Was you just don't writing. feel loosed in the theater like I, I am. Uh, it's a huge oh. challenge to write dialogue into an action sequence and then have it be engaging and funny without making it start to get campy and like yeah, it was right. just some seriously that good part writing where he was inside Iron Man suit like, you're gonna have to like, take this thing to talking? the show <laughs> like that was you never get to see yeah. wrote so down that, like Man angry and Iron indignant Man. it was Ant Man did some real damage I thought he was great he did the most he effectively ended Ant-Man, the fight yeah. for them by becoming the giant, giant man uh, <laughs> and just breaking the wings off the plane yeah <laughs> swinging them around was isn't that just a distraction, though? And he was—he yeah, was—he yeah. was like uh, th- thinking that his his own power was hilarious the way he was handling. He's like, whoa! When he first got, I just thought, man, my—I was so impressed with Paul Rudd because I just love Paul Rudd anyway. Who doesn't like Paul Rudd? Yeah, no one out Paul there Rudd's dislikes yeah, Paul I mean, Rudd. He's, um, and I really bought him as the an character angel. in Ant-Man. I thought, you know, it wasn't like it didn't blow my world away, but I really enjoyed the movie. But in this movie, he just, he blended right into the movie. He fit yeah. right in. It didn't feel like here's Paul Rudd. No. In the mid- you know what I mean? He fit, it like, he really fit that sequence. He played it so well. He was himself. He was funny. Yeah, uh, yeah it was great. It was, so, it was so fun to have him in that scene. I found myself being like, oh, I wish he could be in a little more of this. Yeah, uh, made great. me more excited to see more Ant Man. Looking, <laughs> looking into, <laughs> looking into the future, but I would love to see Guardians brought in because I think that um, Chris Pratt would blend in pretty oh, well. Oh, Bethy would lose her mind <laughs> if you get Chris <laughs> okay. Pratt. No, I'm not sitting by Bethy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bethy's gonna have to have her own special well, section. Well, let me say this. I let me say this intelligently. I don't think that 
I'm worried about them coming into the mix because you got Why, a cartoon, cartoon and you got because these the really obscure raccoon? characters. They don't seem like they're in the same universe no. in my head yet. Well, the, So I, I would have a Abby really like hard time. They're all like blue. And yeah, they're blue and green. And green and they're not, they're, they have no humanity except they're for not Chris humans. Pratt. <laughs> they're not humans. Well, then they don't there deserve. There is no humanity. <laughs> they don't deserve. Yeah, I'm well, with you. For a long time, they thought that Guardians would not be brought into this this universe, but if Thanos is going to be right. the villain in the next movie, his daughter's and his on daughter the team. is part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're just, why wouldn't they? They're too galactic right. for. But that's but where the they're going. Is galactic. Okay. That's where they're going. Now. All right, which I clicked. think I that think it is clicked. a challenge, and I think it will be a challenge to like do that really well. But I'm excited so far with the the same directors and the same screenwriters as. Winter Soldier and Civil War. I'm excited to see how it's done. I think they could do a phenomenal. Well, job. I think we need one more Avengers before they try to do all that mess. Well, you don't have it. You any don't get one. You got Doctor Stephen Strange coming out. Yeah, <gasps> uh, up up until even as recently as like last summer, they were still saying no, no. There's there's no plan to combine Guardians right and Avengers, and everyone's going really. That's kind of strange, but. Guardians has become such a huge runaway success for them. Yeah. Not not just in how much money it made, but how much people love it. At least most people, other than Bethany and Abby. I don't hate it. I just feel like it'd be weird. I don't is, think it ties into. This. I'm not there yet. What I haven't Guardians spent enough time with it. <laughs> when is Guardians two slated to release? Uh, May fifth, twenty seventeen. Is yeah, it? Does it go? Now, does it go? Before. Doctor Strange, Guardians two, Infinity War one. Is that the next? Well, Line we got up. Doctor Strange is next, then Guardians 2, then Spider-Man Homecoming, okay. Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and then oh, Avengers. Good, oh, so there's Infinity all War. kinds of setup ready for Yeah, we Infinity just started War. Phase 3. This is movie number one in Phase 3. Right. right. Oh, I thought. How many phases phase are four. there? Four, four for now. Okay. Yep, <laughs> so. Long road to hoe, y'all. Man, I just think... <laughs> A lot more coming. It's this is incredible to me that one Marvel Studios has managed to build this empire for themselves. Yes, making not only so much money and you know exploiting characters that people didn't even care about before. It's one thing to make like a successful Spider-Man or Superman movie, sure, duh. But to make like Guardians of the Galaxy a success is quite another thing. And then to create like something of a consistent formula that the other studios still haven't figured out how to copy. Why won't they just do what Marvel I, does? Yeah. You know, I like just do it. They've they've been saying from the beginning our technique is really simple. We stay as faithful to the source material as makes sense, and yes. we update uh, little things here and there. We don't convolute our movies with ten different villains until we've given those characters space to develop on their own. And then here comes Warner Brothers. Put uh, Wonder Woman, Doomsday, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> so it's like Have hey. Wonder Woman watch teaser trailers <laughs> for movies in the movie. <laughs> it's like it took Marvel like seven movies to get to that point. That right. just seems like they're kind of going a little bit backwards. Like they've done the tempo first and now they're going to go back and make all the individual ones which yeah, i think could something. work they're just really really panicking well and trying to catch up sure totally but, but i think they could i think that they could turn around and do a fantastic job it's also interesting because every time a marvel big tent pole comes out or just a big one an iron man or a captain america mm-hmm. or avengers movie is completely contingent on you seeing the other ones if you haven't seen some of these movies you will be lost yes Unless you're it's me forgiving. and he's the next patrick things work out for yeah, you yeah. you've got to have like the franchise the like classic commitment. line of uh bethany leaning over to patrick during winter soldier and going <laughs> it's the shield magic <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i the material really of that shield is actually a big point of contention for all of this 
Why? It's vibranium. I know. There's a lot of fighting over vibranium, especially oh. the Black Panther. And, and then the Black Panthers, whose claws and pseudomation vibranium were the only thing that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, and then they shit. kept those scratches the whole way. I thought that was such. But didn't excellent. he give it back or something at the end? He left it behind he left because it. So you don't deserve it. Stark's dad made it for him, and yep. he knew about Stark da- Stark's dad's death. Oh. To be fair. He made it for Steve with Steve like in the room, you know. Yeah, right. It's like he was, it's like he he was friends does with deserve them. it. It's <laughs> like, here, I made you a gift, buddy. But don't you think Tony's going to send it back in UPS package like he sent him a I love thing. the way that like, they wrapped up. I what did you know. guys think about the, the ending of the movie? You know, you're you're thinking, at least I was, oh, I, I wonder how they will wrap this up. It, you know, in the I, I could tell that it wasn't going to end like in the comic. Spoiler alert of the Marvel comic book universe. Uh, Captain America turns himself in at the end to the government as a criminal at the end of the Civil War. Right. He gets taken to the Supreme Court to be tried and is assassinated on the steps of the Supreme Court. And Obvious. Bucky becomes Captain America. That's true. He Look does. at you know stuff, Burrs. She read those. You read those. Because they're amazing. Um, you could see that that's not going to happen in the right. movie. Although they've introduced the character that kills No, I mean him. in the oh, movie. In this you movie, knew that there sure. going to happen. And that was fine. It was it was working out way better for the movie's purposes. But then I'm thinking, huh, so are they just all going to hate each other? Because that would be kind of a sour note to end on. Right. There needs to be like some level of result, but they can't be friends now. Right. And I thought that that letter... Everybody really, loves a handwritten letter. It was good. I thought that that was good writing to have Cap acknowledge the validity of the way that uh, Tony felt yeah. and admit that he was complicit in like hurting... Tony over just needed to hug it out guys yeah and then but then to say I, I still can't do it I really the appreciated pen, the great. ending uh, I think that like I said a lot of Civil War type films they have their fight and then they make amends and go fight together on some other right. battlefield but in this one they had their fight the fight escalated and the movie actually ended without them resolving it I didn't think they had the guts to do that I was like alright they're having their fight now they got to quickly resolve this thing because the movie's about to end, but they didn't. They had this open-ended handwritten letter and a cell phone, a burner cell phone that he bought off of a drug dealer. <laughs> and uh, and that was that. And I thought, well, that's very brave. What Good did the UPS guy call him? Tony Stank. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. That, that UPS was guy was Stan I was like, Lee we could do without first. that. That was oh, yeah. terrible okay. humor. So we don't have to have Stan Lee be in everything yes, anymore. Yes, we do. I guess we do. Or else he's dead. This might be it. I wonder if they filmed just a ton of B-roll of him just so they can put stuff in for probably years to come. Just put his face on. Surely you know who's could. probably a rich guy? Who's probably that a name rich guy. I'm seeing down that Wikipedia page, Kevin... Kevin Feige. He has produced every single yeah, one. He, he's yeah, he's the, the secret weapon the to Marvel Cinematic the Universe. He's responsible for it. Recently, Kevin Feige, here's a, a great note to That's end how you on say his name? Uh, by celebrating his success. Uh, they were interviewing him saying, why won't Marvel make an R-rated movie? You know, Deadpool is one of the most successful superhero movies of all time now. And he's like, it's not successful because it was R-rated. It's successful because it was a smart movie. We make smart movies too. Yeah, that's why our movies that's are. Great. I was like, "Thank you, yeah, Kevin yep. Feige." Meanwhile, here comes Wolverine three rated yeah, R, getting that R rating. <laughs> hey, I'll take some extra blood in a Wolverine movie. Okay, here's Would you go into ice. Here, here's the <laughs> my final question for you, Bethany. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's let's imagine that you're in a uh, a Marvel Studios movie that's playing up the romantic angle more than most Marvel movies do, right? You're the character. You're a Black Widow type, right? Red hair, Mm. you know, vixen-y and all that. You're the niece of 
Captain America's old flame. <laughs> yeah, so naturally he's drawn to <laughs> Who you. Who just died. <laughs> um, and there's a bit of a love triangle or a love, what is it, a quadrilateral? What's the f- a square? A, wow. There's a bit of a, <laughs> a love square. square. <laughs> Steve Rogers, you know, has an affection for you because of your Because uh, you're the background. niece's oh, girlfriend. Nice. And, you know, you're very likable. Tony yeah. Stark, you know. He's got a thing for you, too, but he's a bit of a womanizer. But he yeah. loves redheads. hurt. And the Winter Soldier oh. is also on the oh. sidelines. He's conflicted <laughs> because he's deeply in love with you, actually, but his best friend likes you as well. And oh, man, pick and him. The that, bro guy, code. that guy has baggage, though. Mm. And yeah. a metal he arm. He might strangle me in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to set his mind, reset his mind or if something. If someone speaks to him in German he's gonna, or Russian, he's going to... Slaughter me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, to a lot think of risks. It's a risk you gotta take, man. <laughs> I can't do the womanizer, He's even hunky. though I love him. He's got terrible facial hair. Yeah, but who does? I could fix that. Iron Man. Oh, it's awful. Oh. Um, so I wouldn't do Iron Man, even though because he's non-committal, and I'm really into commitment. I don't know, because remember that scene <laughs> when Steve Rogers is holding onto a helicopter? Oh, <laughs> do I? <laughs> and he's like, and he does a flip. Um, I think, <laughs> ooh, I think Steve would get over me and he'd find a new girlfriend, but I think yeah, I'd go with Bucky. Yeah, the niece of his girlfriend. After Bucky, just okay. saying that he's going to kill you. But he's going to he reset his mind. Yeah. She can fix won't. him. She and yeah. he loves anybody me. that can fix him, Bethy can If we know something about Bethy, she, she believes she can love a man to like He's gritty. Well, that is personal. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a haircut, though, am I right? I don't mind it. Well, yeah, he's hair. gritty. He's gritty. You're into that And verse? I'm kind of gritty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You know, if there's one thing I've learned in my time as a person who watches movies, it's that people have opinions about Marvel movies. So please, by all means, let us know where we went wrong and celebrate where we went right. Leave a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com and sound off on social media, Twitter and Instagram at youhatemovies and facebook.com slash youhatemovies.